Welcome to the Global Dance Network podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Smolik, and I invite you to join the conversation with artists who are passionate about inspiring and equipping you for whatever sphere you find yourself in. Sue Apps, an avid lover of dance, hip-hop and people, will infect you with her passion and challenge you on the responsibility we have as leaders within the arts industry. To our GDN podcast via Zoom, as we uh, like to do these days, which is good. Hello. Hello. Okay, to start (laughs) off with, I have five questions and you have to answer them really quickly. Are you ready? Oh. Oh, I didn't expect this. Okay, sure. I know. Summer or winter? Oh, summer. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Books or TV? Books. Uh, the one place you'd love to visit? Oh, New York. How many languages do you speak? Three. Okay, you passed the test. No, that was Yay! just an <laughs> intro. Okay, what are, the, what are the three languages? Uh, German, Indonesian, and English. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. So, since that question kind of, oh, that leads well into my first question, which is, just tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you grew up and where you are now, and yeah. So, yeah. Uh, First of all, thank you for having me. I haven't said that. um, So, yeah. Um, My name is Sue. (laughs) I'm 20 years old, and currently I'm in Germany, in Cologne. And, um, yeah, I was born in Indonesia, and I'm actually half. My mom's Indonesian and my dad is German. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, actually, I spent, like, my childhood and teenage years mostly in Asia. And uh, for some years, I also went to Germany for, uh, for school, but I, I finished my high school in Indonesia, and then I came 2012 to Germany to study graphic design and visual communications. Yes, and yeah, that's actually like my main um, job right now. I'm working at Momentum College. Um, It's a creative and leadership school for young people. And I'm also teaching there um, at at the dance stream, hip hop and yeah. It's really cool. So, yeah, I've been loving it there. Um, so, yes, I actually forgot kind of the question I said. <laughs> Could you like repeat what? That was the question. <laughs> that was just tell me about yourself and where you are now. So now you're in Cologne, which for the people who don't know is a uh, quite a big, vibrant city in Germany, and there's actually a lot happening with dance there as well, dance and um, in the arts as well. I know there's big uh, film studios, and so it's a cool place to be, and I visited you a little while back and showed me your favorite coffee shop, which is always the most important stop. (laughs) Yes, coffee game. Your guys are in Cologne, come through. So, um, okay, tell us a little bit about your dance background. Did you go to a dance studio as a kid in Indonesia, or how did you get into dancing? 
Um, yeah, so I started actually with ballet in the dance school. My mom always saw like uh, talent in me. So she kind of brought me into a dance school where I started with ballet and then later on with modern dance, with jazz, and actually much more later with hip hop. So it's really interesting when I say now that actually I started dance with ballet. Mm. Nobody would like think of it. It's really cool. <laughs> and then when someone like choreographs a piece which is more like contemporary and stuff and people would see like techniques and it's really funny like hey you can do turns and you know you do some splits and stuff and I was like uh yeah a little bit had some backgrounds and stuff so so yes and um after um um this teenage time I think like when I was 14 I saw like a dance movie it's called You Got Served and I was like so in love with this movie I found like my new passion in hip-hop and I wanted to like learn more about this stuff about what is hip-hop and in um that was actually at that time when I was already back in Germany um and because I was saying like I was a few years in Germany before I moved back to Indonesia for my high school graduation yeah um and during that time I found also a school where they were kind of offering like commercial hip hop. I was not like the true hip hop, you know, mm. that you actually know from the movie. Um, so yeah, I was joining that and it wasn't what I actually expected like from the movies. <laughs> um, yeah, but so then I had like always hung, uh, this hunger to learn more and like um, to take classes and workshops just to learn from other people. And um, yeah. When I came back actually to uh, Indonesia, I also even started like, um, in Indonesia it's really fun because hip hop there is so underground. Really? Um, yeah, it's really, um, where really like hip hop and all the street dance, uh, like popping and locking, that is where I actually got, um, got to know that in Indonesia. And I still remember we were always like, um, practicing and training in in car lots, parking lots. Yeah, <laughs> it was so fun. I were no. That's um, like in we the were... movies. That's like in the movies to me. Training. I felt, <laughs> yeah, I felt that so much, and it was so hot. <laughs> and it was like during the night, and then like after we get like some snacks from like you know street food. Yeah, nice. it was so cool. Yeah, and then after I got back to Germany, and um, I actually joined a. Uh, competitions and battles and um, also you know like a formation group it was like a little bit bigger than a crew uh, I think it was like more than 20 people it was crazy it was like a really cool experience for me and and yes um, nice not, yeah so that's actually your, that's your background so that leads well into my question because you've been talking about hip-hop what a what so I know your heart burns for hip-hop and what is it about the style or maybe you can say the, the culture that gets yeah. you so excited or so passionate mm, that's an interesting question I always tell my students like hip-hop it doesn't start in dance school it starts on the streets mm. and on the streets it was always about community it's about loving others it's about um, encouraging others 
And that's what I still love. Like, you know, if you feel uh, in a crowd or, you know, in a place where people just jam and have a, you know, hip hop dance session. And if you feel like the energy and the atmosphere is right, then you would like, you know, then you really would love to be there. And and that's what I love. Like hip hop is, it has character. Mm. It has like freedom. And you don't, you don't have like to be perfect to dance hip hop. And that's what I love, you know? So, mm. um, because the contrast from ballet was for me like, okay, it's too, you know, static and it's mm. too, okay, not, doesn't fit to my personality. And when I heard about hip hop, it was for me like big change to be more free in my dance. So it was, yeah, just like a cool thing for me. I love that. I love that. That's really cool. Um, and I love the aspect about freedom and that it has so much character. And I hear that a lot. And I notice that a lot of um, dancers who are hip hoppers or really you know, uh, identify with that. They're always so passionate about it, um, which has its obvious reasons, like you're saying, you know, the the encouraging basis. Now, um, did you notice a difference, though? Actually, we'll get to this in a sec. My first question is, how did you, how did you meet uh, Jesus? Was it actually within or through dancing, or how did that happen? I wish. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that's actually a really long, big story, but I, I'll just make it short. Um, so a little bit about my faith background. I'm Because I'm from Indonesia and we're like 90% Muslims, I kind of grew up being in that culture, but I had, didn't like practice that faith because for me it was more about doing something for God and um yeah i couldn't like live up that standard of god because i had to like pray five times in a day and stuff and i didn't want to do that i don't know didn't felt like it yeah. and uh yeah even though like my family did that and i kind of like you know being that being more open minded for everything so yeah um at one time Mm, I was with some friend and actually with my ex-boyfriend. It's a little bit personal, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, we were in a church in Holland and um, it was just like, I, I had, for now, I can see like, okay, it was, it was such a crazy day where I met Jesus and the Holy Spirit just came, overflow me and um, made me free in that moment. Um, and it was just like a moment where I had with God in that church. Um, yeah. And he revealed himself to me. Um, and I had no idea what it was at that time. It was really funny. Like I was crying the whole time and, um, yeah. And at that point I said like, yes to Jesus and, uh, gave my life to him and decided like for the rest of my life to follow him because for me it was important like if I have decided for one faith then I would like go all in and not be like you know 50-50 mm. and it was like really important for me yeah so uh and that moment Jesus like was uh, also so all in with me <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah then I was also all in with him and 
yeah, then two months later, I got baptized, and it was like for me the moment. Okay, this is my start, uh, where I also gave my life to Jesus, but also wanted to, um, you know, uh, prove that and symbolizes that um, with others as well. Yeah. So, very yeah. cool. I love that. Love that you went to Holland, and hey, even though it was an ex-boyfriend, God works through all things. Hey. <laughs> So um, how did your dancing or maybe your approach to dance, did it change once you met Jesus or did it, has it changed over time? Um, did you, yeah, did you approach it differently? That's a very good question. It did. It did a lot. Um, so in my time before I met Jesus, I was very, um, I don't I don't have the word in English, it's called Leistungsorientiert in German. Yeah, you just <laughs> wanted like uh I guess uh to achieve certain goals and be yeah. successful and yes and yeah. Exactly, yes. Um so beside my passion for hip hop, I also wanted like to train so so much to be like the best version of me. And sometimes it could be like um yeah too much so that I had also thoughts in my mind that I compare myself a lot to other dancers mm. and um yeah it was not good for me like sometimes I was like too um self uh how you say self negative or yeah like focused focused on yourself in a, yeah, in a bad way yeah also in a bad way like um I was too much comparing myself to others and um, it was not so good, you know, what you feel inside can also impact how you then, you know, connect with other people. And especially if you are in a hip hop scene, it should be about community. So the less, the more you compare, the less you are connected kind of with other people. Mm -hmm. So you need to like put away this feeling of comparing in order to, you know, connect with people and to love other people then that was really hard for me um it was more like you know superficial that okay yeah we meet and it's like hey what's up okay but like deep down I was like okay I actually want to be like the best version of me but also in this room maybe also the best version in the room so it was yeah and just being honest right here you know as a dancer it's actually important like um to be aware of your feelings mm. um so yeah my intention kind of changed when I met Jesus and uh, in my dance, I tried like to, um, the purpose of dance, not like just to achieve certain goals to be the best, um, but to be more focused in, um, yeah. Um, it also shows like, because like when I met Jesus, it was for me, my identity was not in how I dance. My my identity was not relying on other people. It was more in Christ, in who I am, who God sees me as a mm. child of God. And learning in that process was for me like um, what I feel and in my heart and in myself as a dancer, in myself as a person, um, that I'm a child of God, that I'm loved and I'm good enough it also kind of changed the way I danced. So I got more free. I could, you know, love other people more. It was not like about comparing because 
I know that God sees me and I'm enough for him. And other people are also, you know, they're good enough. Um, God has blessed them with a talent and God has blessed me with a talent. So, um, yeah, kind of I'm like thankful also for other people. So mm. that is how I love others also because God has, you know, blessed yeah. them as well. I think that's a really helpful uh, answer for people who um, struggle with comparison, which we all do to a certain extent. And like you say, I think it's really good to be honest about where you're at and it's okay to be at that place as long as you don't, you know, stay at that place. So, um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for your honesty. Um, I'm still struggling and I, I'm not perfect, you know, like just to say it out loud, I think like if, I'm saying this, I just really want to be wise also in my words. So um, I, this is like also an encouragement to myself uh, every day when I dance and when I'm in a dance school, because like, you know, emotions, feelings, thoughts can come up, but it's like how you deal with them also. Yeah. yeah. So it's everything. So I I know you're quite connected within the dance industry. You teach and you attend workshops yourself um, within Germany and maybe also uh, within Europe. So uh, you know a lot of the hip-hop dancers and choreographers. Um, I actually think you're like a an evangelist without maybe even realizing this. Like you just naturally connect with people and make them uh, feel so valued and loved and using, you know, the medium of dance that you've been given and that you're passionate about, but obviously in your sphere that you're in. So keep doing that for one is what I want to say. And because we need, we need people like that. So what have you seen God do within the dance industry? Um, thank you first. I'm thrilled. <laughs> all glory to God. He uses me. <laughs> um, Yes, um, it's really funny because I would have not thought like that God would use me so much in the in my dance. And yeah, um, I've been also teaching like workshops and I also have been to GDN in Berlin and to some other classes and workshops locally. And yeah, I think also as a teacher, you are also a leader. If you're in the front, you talk to people, you don't just like teach a choreography. And it was really important for me to not just teach a choreography piece and leave, but also to give something to people that um, would also change something mm-hmm. in their minds or in their hearts, kind of. And that was really important for me um, because I felt like in some classes, uh, yeah, it's just like about choreography. Uh, teaching choreography and then leave the house so yeah um and for me it was like important to you know to just also uh give a little bit of life and also a little bit of my life yeah and in my life it's also jesus <laughs> yeah. so yes um so what i do um when i kind of teach i try to talk with the people and like um you know tell a little bit about the struggles like for real like also comparison but also like about uh, if you go in a dance class do you really know those people or not so i try like to make them connect first before we learn any choreography 
and um, yeah, so they can also like say some things. Uh, at one class, I was like um, asking a question: How do you want to go out out of this class? Uh, what kind of feeling? And it was really cool for them, so they could be like more open. And yeah, it depends. Like a few classes are maybe. Um, I have a choreography that is with the Christian music, so I can like tell more and go more deep. But some are just like some happy kind of hip hop things, you know, because hip hop yeah. has a lot of highs and lows also. So um, yeah, it's important like how you can like uh, um, give a message around your class. Yeah, and yeah, it has shown like God has kind of used that. And I could say, like, uh, not a lot, but a few people came to me, even after uh, classes, crying <laughs> and talking to me. And I, I kind of also prayed for them. Like, yeah, cool. Uh, and it was for me that in that moment, okay, God was um, giving me this person. So this is the question what I do with them. So I really like want to give a blessing. And so what I can do in that moment is just pray. And I know that sometimes prayer and especially praying out loud is um, hard sometimes and difficult. But I think that if we change our mind and say, okay, in that moment, I want to give space for the Holy Spirit to do because it's not in my works or in my power. Uh, but I really want to give room for that. So in that moment, um, people can really like um, open up for Jesus. So mm. yeah, it happened a few times and then I'm really thankful for God um, doing that. So yeah, so I'm really also praying like there are also some who didn't and it's okay. <laughs> you don't need to like, you cannot. Uh, you can't force it, you know, like you don't know what's going to what's gonna happen before. I guess well, like you're just saying, you just have to be open to see where it goes, see who's in the room. Um, totally. Yeah. You can't save the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> we can't anyway. Yeah, for sure. So I guess you've kind of already answered my question, which is about what's our responsibility as Christians within the industry. I loved your whole... Um, Thing about being a leader, um, not just a teacher, you know, we're not just there to teach some sort of curry or technique, even though that's all good and important as well. Um, unless you have something else you want to add to that, what do you think is our responsibility within the industry, be it a, a person who just takes a class or a person who is a professional in the industry or a person who is employed within the industry, maybe? Yeah, so um, actually I've been preparing a little bit, so I kind of have some scripture. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, I mean, like, um, Jesus was saying, like, love each other just as much as I have loved you. So I think, like, the most important responsibility uh, for us as Christians in the dance industry is to really love as Jesus loved. Um mm -hmm. And to really, like, act that in a way, you know, not just say it, but just also act in a way. I don't know. Um, like I said, pray for people or if there's, it's like, anyway, it's 
uh, it doesn't matter like which industry it is it is design industry or creative industry it's all about everything about it's about people and jesus saw that you know in every um in every room like he saw he loved everyone doesn't matter like if it, if he was a tax collector or if he was a beggar and on the streets and or a criminal and i think like that's our responsibility in, in as as Christians, like to have love for different kinds of people, especially in the dance industry, mm. uh, either like they're homosexuals or like people who dance sexy, and you know, um, we are always like um, tending maybe uh, to judge a little bit, and that's also okay. I mean, like we are also not perfect, like in our minds also. So, but we need to be careful, like to. Um, not judge too much and just like have more love and ask also God for that love mm. for other people. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. I'm getting into my last question, which I didn't send you. So here we go. My final question is where do you hope to see, or maybe where do you see dance in the coming year, oh, wow. years, future? And you can pick an area, you can pick within church, within industry, in general, in the world, in whatever, whatever you want to say. But uh, where, do you, where do you hope to see it go in the coming, coming little while? Wow, that's a really big question. <laughs> uh, but I have like one. My hope and my wish, I guess, is to see the dance more in church and in more in Christian lifestyles or concerts or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is huge. Like, um, to see, like, I don't know, um, maybe a Hillsong huge concert in Germany with a lot of dancers, which come from, you know, secular dance industries, which is mm -hmm. so cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think, like, to uh, combine like uh, Christian dancers and uh, secular dancers to be one. And I think also that's what Jesus wants, yeah. uh, like to uh, be one. Um, so, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think like um, a church also, I don't know how it would look like, but like, a dance church or whatever it's gonna be like um and um how people or how dancers would worship in church differently yeah. kind of like uh yeah they would like <laughs> i don't know i just have like kind of a picture where we are in church like of course church are people but it's like a group of dancers who worship with who worship true dancing and mm. that's also like what i see in future that like also um people who are don't even believe in god will like come there and see like what is this crazy yeah, right, right. Is class or is this church or something so yeah very yeah. cool dance can be so such a big thing and i think it could be more like uh used you know in church in yeah uh, like that <laughs> for sure yeah. well i'm excited about the future excited um to be a part of it and that our paths have crossed and i'm sure we will uh, be dancing together much more in the future 
Amen. I love that. So thank you for joining us, and um, we hope to see more from you in the future. Thank you. Follow me at Sue Apps at Instagram. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We trust you are inspired and equipped to take your next step. Be sure to hit subscribe and follow us on social media to stay connected with all things GDM.